Hello guys and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of The Flash. This is Season 7, Episode 11, Family Matters Part 1. The story is by Jonathan Butler and Gabriel Garza. The teleplay is by Thomas Pound, directed by Philip Chapera. And uh, I gave this episode a 7.8 out of 10. It was not my favorite. Um, I think I can see where it was trying to go. I did take some value out of it. I know from the very brief, (laughs) I, I usually don't look for reactions to an episode or like what the fan base or, or even critic reactions are. Sometimes though, when I'm looking for the information I need to uh, get the stats for this episode, um, I will stumble upon, or it's in my feed somewhere, of some melodrama (laughs) opinions. I don't feel as if, I, I think one of the comments I read was, the, the flash is on a downward spiral. I, I can't agree with that. I mean, if you're still here after season four, then you you do not have the validity to state to state that in my opinion, <laughs> because that still remains the the least favorite season of this show thus far. And season five was in a whole a whole lot better. Um as far as some of the story arcs so while i can see some of the issues that there are with kind of what they're doing with the with the forces and everything i do think it's not literally as horrendous as some (laughs) are making it out to be but you know i really want to respect people's opinions because i don't expect them to be the same as mine But I do think that there is a line that I myself feel is problematic in a lot of fandoms, not just this one in particular, where melodrama is becoming more of the critique than an actual critique of the show. I'm going to give you an actual critique of the show, the good, the bad, the ugly, and what they could do better. Um, That is what an actual critique of any show truly is. We'll start this episode with the Speed Force and Dion squaring off with him confused that one minute she wants to kill him and the next she wants his help. And she states, our father rejected us. Excuse me, bitch. So I'll address this right now because I'm sure it's one of those weird things where I agree and disagree. Now, Nora saying our father rejected us and the speed and you notice i didn't call her nora at first i call her speed force i'm saying nora because that's what the show keeps saying but i'm with mimi they really don't need to be calling the speed force nora it's not her name i get that's the most familiar person that they would associate the face (laughs) with it's also going into my earlier critique that it really did not need to be this Nora. It would have worked so much better had it been Jessica Parker Kennedy's character coming out of the Speed Force Rebirth. That would have made things much more easily transition to this idea of you birth these forces, they are in a sense your children. Now I don't agree with the idea that they wouldn't consider 
a familial collection. Now I know it feels odd, these people, all people before they ever met Barry and Iris considering themselves their parents. I get that. But if you've watched a show like Westworld or even Preacher, um, and, and they're not really, I will say this, they could have done a bit better job of explaining the avatar aspect of the forces choosing their avatars. It's not to say that these people weren't people beforehand, but now that the forces are attached, it's as if the forces are now speaking through them in a type of way. So when you have them connecting as a familial, it is in a way the force and not the people making that type of connection. But it's not an odd connection to make with like Ford. He calls the hosts, if you watch Westworld, his children. He birthed them. He created them. Thus, that is where that relationship goes. Um, if you're a religious person, God uh they call god all the humans on earth his children why because he birthed them so this idea that oh my god this is so stupid they would call each other this while i can see it being unfamiliar it's not inappropriate it is in essence the the most honest way to reflect those relationships even if they don't organically necessarily feel that way because you're dealing with people with different age groups you know this ethnic ethnicities all that things and i'm just gonna say it there are not a lot of people out there who like to use their brains and make them work to build on this and and you might need a lot more into the actual um in the actual dialogue to to explain this but i'm also one of those people for me personally that don't need to have it explained to be fed to me to make this connection like i think it's not out of the realm of not oh my god that's so crazy um all that being said that's for all of the other ones with speed force in particular it feels stupid because of how they introduced the relationship in the beginning when she came out of the wall <laughs> right then and there right we kept playing the relationship as if it was maternal instead of what it should have been which was um kind of the, the way they're trying to say it now so with her saying our father rejected us that that's the one where i'm like yeah i could see people having an issue with that because of how they introduced the speed force in the present and how they decided to introduce it uh once again if it was the other nora you would have easily eliminated that problem that we have jessica parker kidney coming back this season really makes me want to slap someone maybe she wasn't available i don't know but it would have been a much easier pill to swallow if it had been that idea but someone was like well, what if we made the mother the face of the villain this time that's also a really great idea but you need to have everything else line up to support that and with her you just don't have it um this whole back and forth too was just a little i don't know i didn't need it 
<laughs> like if you're trying to get someone on your side, I don't think continuously threatening them, then saying, you know, I'm stronger than you. Then you're going to call me little brother. Like, wait, hold up. When did we become like you just they just told me you're trying to kill me. You're confirming you're trying to kill me. But now you're like, we need to team up. That does not. I don't even get why they would be a team. Unless there's more to that conversation that we don't know and we learn later. At this point, everything feels very rushed in a certain manner as well. If we had had a little bit more time, maybe with Nora being on the good side of things and then the betrayal came, it would be an easier pill to digest as well. It feels like things are just... I'm seeing where it was written on paper but the execution on screen is just a little clunky. Um, at Star Labs, Alexa is being updated on the fact that Barry and Iris share a cosmic genetic bond that allows them to sense each other on a cellular level. So that's kind of where this explanation would have been more beneficial two episodes ago. Um, Cisco being like, that's so damn cute. <laughs> Cisco reports his firstborn is pissed while Iris is looking into finding out Sykes' real identity so that they can try to find a way to reach him. Barry wants to train Alexa to control the beast so that next time she won't kill her since last time they failed at protecting her. And I was with her like, uh, did I not just die? Yeah, that just happened. I don't even know how you guys brought me back to life, but now you just want me to... Okay, sure. She's afraid she will hurt someone if she loses control, but Barry is confident, and we all know all about Barry's confidence. And I think with Alexa, they're doing a better job of showing that the Force and the person are, in fact, two separate entities. That is what they're giving with Alexa that you're supposed to be putting in connection with the other forces. Um, Camilla is happily job hunting, eager to leave Central City. But other than the announcement, Cisco hasn't done much, including thinking of informing the team. I will say if you're, because I forgot to mention it up front, if you're hearing a little bit of noise in the background, that is my fan. I'm not turning it off. It is burning up in here. I have one air conditioner that is in the living room and the air takes a while to travel back. So <laughs> I am keeping this fan on because I am not about to sweat my balls off recording this. And then we go to the nicest house that I think we've seen before previously in the Killjoy episode <laughs> or Killgore, Killjoy, that's a show. The house is nice though. I think they did some upgrades to it because that fireplace was just, it was hitting all the right spots. Caleb is visited by Psyche to torment him for a past slight, is my guess, revealing himself by the name of Bashir. Now, with critique, you have the negative and then you have the positive. What I really like is that they have chosen actors that are from several walks of life. They are spreading the rainbow love, so to speak. We even had Alexa, um, you know, speak in her, her Latin tongue. I like those aspects of the show and when they're doing more to introduce people that don't look like the typical type of people. Like I like the fact that Bashir is kind of a smart ass, 
he's not a dick but he's like i shoot straight i'm just saying it how it is um i have a love-hate relationship with his power only because i feel as if they could be doing more with his power at the crime scene turns out he's a billionaire the guy caleb tech guy and i was like is only way to make millions around here is in tech who isn't killed but escorted out on a gurney suffering from narcolepsy i was walking in with that outfit on though damn nigga what you doing out here with all this ass double cheeked up on a thursday afternoon hella ass the sun is still out my nigga she always looking so damn sexy just show up at a crime scene <laughs> like girl what you doing joe reports that the mayor's office told him this is the fourth billionaire attacked in this matter attack in this matter manner and barry determines the isotopes are related to psych signature joe wonders why both of them were attacked by psych but didn't end up on a gurney good question iris investigates and tells barry that his change in mo is odd considering he had beef with the system was robbing banks and now this seems rather personal they see a photo of his ivy league of caleb's ivy league club and begin associating the targets attack to the group of men she takes a photo of the league to track down the members while barry goes to train fruesa joe is called into ccpd to talk with kramer who is still in central city clearly about to take a more active role in the pd obtaining villains that probably shouldn't have gotten away because star labs lets them go and she ain't wrong that's the thing that i do like about kramer and i'm sure some people don't like it because it feels as if it's against their people like all the people that was going in they're like this is so wrong that they're doing it to frost once again i will repeat you asked for this shit <laughs> I don't have a short-term memory y'all do you asked for this dumbass shit you got it so i mean it, it escalated way further than it ever needed to go <laughs> and it definitely was a sloppy ass way to reintroduce this idea of using the cure for more than what they intended it to two seasons ago but when you are dumped with a mess in your lap sometimes all you can do is try to work it in as best you can um but that's I'm, I'm half with kramer because i don't feel with this whole thing that they're trying to push the argument of no one should be having to take you know their powers away without their permission no the fuck you, no if you're a criminal you commit crimes you lose a part of your what your actual rights you know you can't shit when you want to you gotta eat what they tell you to you gotta do what they tell that's jail all right i think people with meta powers who can basically circumvent that system and if their crime is beyond the par like past petty criminal i mean i think that if you use your powers for wrong yes you should get them taken away i'm i'm sorry that's not something you were born with most of these people with powers got them after the particle accelerator so acting as if they these were their god-given rights they technically were not and i know they're trying to use frost as the model because she technically was born with it but that's not a great model we all know it's not a great model so i just <laughs> i just feel the whole thing was um very sloppily introduced 
but I'm not with, oh, Kramer is the bad guy in this situation. And I'm glad that the Joe is not looking like, well, you don't got any points. His is more like, it's more gray. And I get where he was going at, because he's right as well. But, like, considering what just happened, if they did show it in the same season, I, I yeah, I'd probably be a little bit more lenient. But you just can't let people roll off. Like, oh, I'm a mayor duplicate. I didn't know. But you did drop like 40 bodies, sis. You don't get to just go back to universe. You left trauma in your wake. And apparently we're not going to deal with that with Iris anymore, which is actually pissing me off. Thoroughly pissing me off. Because <laughs> I knew they were only going to give her one episode and that was going to be it. I don't like when they do that. It's like it should trauma's not wrapped up in a day. It's not. And her husband never even knew about it these are my issues i don't give a shit at who calls people family members that doesn't bother me as much as not getting back to the things that actually do matter and staying consistent with that um what else joe doesn't want to help shed insight on how they seem these other metas seem to disappear but agrees to pull barry from the case that he's working on because apparently the only last two techs that were working in the building uh patty and julian are gone but you can't pick up a phone skype doesn't work come on now um i put it in my notes at this moment too joe is clearly quitting (laughs) which as a black man working for the pd in this time it's a conflict of interest but just for being joe and connected to star labs it's a bit of a conflict of interest uh because as I stated, all of these criminals don't deserve, like, uh, what was his name? That was going around with the dagger killing people. Like, I, you can't just let people, like, I understand your struggle. I talked to you for a little bit, but I don't think, you know, some of them, yeah, Star Labs be getting away with shit. And I don't, I, I find it admirable that someone like Kramer would come in, someone who's doing things by the book, she's not cheating, you know, who's being like, eh. <laughs> I don't think this is how it should be. What happened to David? Where is he? Is the governor more high on the hierarchy than the mayor? I don't know. I'm just asking for a friend. (laughs) Um, I did put in my notes. Are we going to start going into the metas or bad route? Is this the beginning? Like they're going to eventually say, forget all metas or bad metas. We're going to put this on all metas. Just curious. But by the end of this episode i have a feeling this is gonna be a one arc type of thing she's not gonna turn into an arch nemesis at least not yet they could change it lord knows they have barry continues to train with stubborn insistence that never goes well as alexa is very fearful of her power unlike the others caitlin clearly getting a speaking moment this episode that isn't confirming someone died by clearly disagreeing with barry's method do we need all three members of destiny's child to show up and ask this woman mariel a few questions i mean they strode up as if they were walking on the runway another very sloppy scene mario brags about her success because we cared when bashir shows up 
And just like a vanilla wafer, this woman is told she's in danger. You have no powers. This person has powers and you're still smug and completely unfazed by the fact that you're about to suffer. Are you fucking dumb? While I believe vanilla wafers are arrogant to this, <laughs> to this extent, you at least should have some bodyguards in the background to give you that sense of confidence because she continues to just be lippy about how he was never accepted. I know who you are because apparently he's adopted and because he's got commoner blood, she ain't giving him no handouts as if he came to ask for shit in the first place. He's like, I'm here to do something to you. These people just warned you that I'm here to do something to you and you think I really want a check? Iris saying, psych, you don't want to do this. Bitch, I hope the fuck you do. You'll be a dead son of a bitch, I tell you that. Girl, at that point, I would have just let him do this. Like, clearly she doesn't care and I've done my piece. I can't do anymore. It's not my job to save you <laughs> from your own ignorance. Barry gets a ping and shows up and rescues them before being attacked by magenticals. What? I don't even know because we don't have any clear idea of what his powers are sure very feeling defeated thinks instead of training alexa they're going to use her to save the city because he's run out of options which is clearly not okay you're the flash you better you need to find some additional options besides running fast i need him to do some more with his own powers can we get some more training on you bruh because you didn't throw no lightning you just keep running and I need to see more from you. And you're also ignorantly stubborn all the time. I get that Grant does his best when he is under stress. <laughs> but also, he's not a moron. He can read somebody's face. And her face clearly says, I'm not ready for this. And not only was I not ready to train to get the monster or control the monster, now you want me to control the monster to take down someone else. Um, she can't get the monster out, so he suggests forcing the monster out. It, of course, goes terribly in the, the cage or whatever. Question. Why hold the gun, Caitlin, if you're not going to shoot it? They gave a whole four minutes that she could have let off a shot and she did nothing. Why do they make this character useless? This is what y'all do. Frosty to come back. I don't like Caitlyn whatsoever. She attacks Cisco who doesn't have healing ab ability so he is hurt. I'm not sure why he got Caitlyn out of the way but not Cisco. Like you're supposed to be. Okay. Another scene that did not work for me. <laughs> After this incident, Barry still wants to train because she don't got no choice and he feels bad. And while it's good acting, like I said, for Grant, it's rather blind for the prodigal of love or whatever he's supposed to be and shouldn't require really Caitlyn's horrid acting to point it out. Iris learns Bashir was adopted by a fortune couple, but then they died in a plane crash, stealing all of the money because they were being investigated for fraud and leaving him behind, abandoning him twice in his life. I'm glad that they gave him a little bit of a story because I thought this could go a lot, but it's just kind of what I feel with The Flash. Sometimes they, they told this cookie cutter line that I really wish they would stop towing. And I'm not sure if it's because it's eight o'clock on CW 
if that's the case, can we please push this back? <laughs> or just stop. Look at your demographic. Is the demographic really still in the teens? I'm not sure. I don't look at those numbers. But someone please inform me. Because they, they could have went. This was a good story-ish like. But they could have even taken it a step further in my, my opinion. Like I was very surprised on Alexa's story arc. Like that was some good like oh yes. Give me something meatier that we can really tackle in these times. Right? We ain't got time for the cookie cutter shit. <laughs> Not all the time. You can put it in your dialogue. But I mean, and I know this this is a someone else made the comment of they're corny with some. I'm like, well, that's been since the beginning of time. If you haven't realized the show is corny, then you don't know what you've been watching. <laughs> and I can't account for that. But it did cover all the bases that were necessary, why he would have an issue with the system, why he would be robbing banks, because apparently he just broke. <laughs> was he robbing the banks, though, and giving it to the poor himself? I don't know, because he was dressed to the nines at the end, so I'm going to guess he was giving it to himself. <laughs> um... But this would have been a good uh utilize because i want to i like the actor for some reason but i don't always love when he's in psych form i, I guess just like dion's the love hate thing i already mentioned that once again another team flash member wonders what they'll do and i'm like what are your suggestions because y'all talk all about of what are we gonna do barry but if we show up what are we gonna do but what happens what are we gonna do what are, what is your suggestions what's your plan why do I have to be the only one that comes up with plans? And then when I do come up with plans, all y'all can do is disagree. So unless you're giving some plans as well, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, Iris says she plans to approach him like a journalist and not like a parent because she really ain't his parent. And I like the fact that she realized I need to switch up my my approach here. Joe's upset. Kramer has ordered metahuman guns with the cure without his knowledge but the governor has sided with her and signed off on it and she tells him that he needs to get with it or figure it out he goes and talks to cecile who doesn't want to face her once again in court okay 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 and this is the part where i think it's orchestrated all so that kramer takes over right you get more metahuman criminals or petty criminals whatever you want to call it where Cecile will be needed to actually represent them because I can't see her having any clients right now. <laughs> um, and since you want to go investigate Kramer, why don't you go ask your daughter, not Cecile, but I guess Cecile needs something to do all day. He respects Kramer. So she tells him that Kramer has to decide to be the good cop and not force the issue, though I don't see why not. Like, if we don't get her out, she's just going to keep escalating things. And then it might be too late before they can do anything. Someone might end up dying. If you have someone who's ready to, to cross a line and you think that they're ready to cross a line, even though they haven't crossed it yet, I, I think that maybe we shouldn't let things get out of control. Cisco reveals his vision from Psych being stuck 40 years from now. And feeling frozen about what to do next he's like everyone else has moved on and i have not and i'm like yeah that's what you've been doing for three seasons now i felt this whole cisco ramon conversation was a carlos valdez situation <laughs> it's kind of why i got defensive with shy when she mentioned you know how the writers are are making his storyline and i'm like 
but part of that might actually be the actor who's got one foot in the door and one foot out that's not an easy thing to write for and i do feel as if i even um listen because one of my two favorites now to watch are for reactions are real talk reactions and blind wave because they're not like they go in organically showing up for the show they don't look at trailers they don't get in the fandom they don't they ain't following all the news but i chuckled when (laughs) there was a line and even um them who are huge fans of cisco are just like yeah you've been doing like you've been trying to leave for three years now like everyone knows at this point you've been wanting out so if everyone knows that and you've kind of been part-time in or out don't know if you're going or staying that's a very odd place to be as a character in a show and i think his storylines reflect as much and he says he fears regretting of doing nothing else with his career Mm -hmm. she tells him that the right job will find him i liked camilla's bangs this episode much better than i liked them last episode i i didn't know how i felt about them last episode this episode i know i liked them um i also like the comment he made about how there are eighty-six thousand jobs i'm qualified for and i know i'm lucky to be able to say that because there is a we're in a, a time where a lot of people can't get work caitlin's speech surprisingly made all the relevant sense to alexa as she gives her the mental dampener to talk to her other half that's what i mean there's the human force and human (laughs) they track lucas sharp's car who isn't stupid and is getting out of dodge except the sheer finds him this live this uh life of the rich and famous flash style i'll be feeling those episodes that like they always gotta bring out that maserati (laughs) they they just got in stock somewhere (laughs) Uh, i like the change of location i did like that um an abandoned highway why not it's better than the same old set pieces that we do get uh Bashir ain't hearing Lucas's well we thought false empathy of how he tried to reach out to him he was like sure 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 and attacks <laughs> of course after one pep talk Alexa wants to join Barry to confront Psyche who learns that his friends did try to help him accept Mario but because he pushed them away he never knew I'm like, how did you push them away to the point that you didn't know that they set up a whole fun in your name? Um, Alexa admits that she was a drug addict and she has been clean now for five years, but that she pushed everyone away and now her parents won't speak with her. This kind of came at the at a moment that I think maybe the forces will relate to each other more so than their, you know, Iris and Barry. They end up getting through to him and they return to Star Labs where fear quickly dissipates in the face of sibling rivalry Uh, (laughs) because they all got cocked and ready. Like, so Frieza's coming back into the building and Cisco just got thrown through a plexiglass and we all can't heal like you, Barry. So (laughs) we're going to gear up. Um, But when... Frezza and him started going like started going at it like you got lucky kicking my ass you want to try this again okay so this is just silly we're leaving <laughs> got bigger things the parents can handle the situation Cisco gets a call from Argus oh the timing 
Joe quits the police force because he can't agree with the line that Kramer wants to cross. Everyone looks very sad with him leaving. So my guess is Kramer's not going to have it easy with this police force unless he fires everyone. And probably at some point, the police force is going to be like, we support Joe. (laughs) And Kramer's going to be all by herself wanting to cross a line that no one else wants to cross. Um, And this is kind of a way, you know, because it is talking to a bigger thing. You know, as an officer, when do you, you know, do you watch someone get strangled to death by another officer is doing it? Or do you step in and say, fuck it? fuck my job this is not the right thing to do and and be on the right side of the law if that's what you are choosing to do so i i think that it's speaking to a much bigger thing that i got what they were going with it bashir is up to date about uh his big sister and um he continues to bicker he's all dazzled out along with his mama <laughs> them two was just looking to the nines in this whole scene everybody else was looking underdressed <laughs> i will say when he was like oh you're so such a fucking ass he's like you're simple you're simple <laughs> i was like why are they bickering like two-year-olds it's kind of funny nora shows up or i guess speed force shows up all in goth who told you to go put on that dark lipstick tells barry this is all his fault and seems to kill iris alexa and bashir i would have felt more in this scene if the scene would have done more for it yes i know covid is preventing it's like a six feet line we can see from barry being able to get close to iris because any other day we already know what the reaction to iris falling or seeming to be killed would be and the fact that she kind of showed up and surprised them like why It's so irritating. <laughs> Y'all couldn't have put an alert, anything. And you have three forces in the same, or more than enough in the same room to at least fight them. There could have been a fight, and then that would have been at least a little bit better. But this whole, it's your fault, and then you take their power away after you freeze Barry. And you got Dion already being like, I regret all my life choices. <laughs> if you regret him so much why are you still with this bitch because you was like well either i'm destroyed by her or i join up well that's a fair enough assumption but we didn't even see that we didn't get to see it because you cut the scene short and i'm still wondering why she got that goth makeup on like i don't i didn't like it It it's not a great acted scene (laughs) if it was shot even if you wanted with covid this is the thing i know covid is a restriction i have to give the i have to not have to but you know what i mean i'm acknowledging that but if it was shot just a little bit better like even if they went down in slow-mo and showing barry's face being like like horror all he had said was oh no and looked at the camera it almost was like the scenes were filmed separately and they cut them together that's where things get and i know that it it could be done better because even the episode was it last week the week before i think it was the yeah it was last week the directing was what saved the episode from some of the things that would have made it a lot less because it was a lot of talking in that episode but what really can create action and tension is the music you know the sound design you know the director basically it comes down to the directing in this particular case 
if a better director was given this they could have made this work even without a fight even if they just want to keep it just the way it was all you had to do was show Barry's horrified face in slow-mo and having them fall in slow-mo or even having them make an attempt and then she kind of you know you had Dion and her do just a little bit more you could have made that scene work but I left the whole entire episode feeling lackluster so I was like man that was a huge moment it just didn't feel like it and that is how this episode did end and why I gave it the score that I did so I'm not saying it wasn't without issue because clearly I stated what those issues are but I do think that they were making some attempts to do things or they're foreshadowing some future things down the line that in retrospect may give a little bit more slack to episodes like this but it doesn't take away from the fact that there could have been slight tweaks to make it just a bit better that's all my thoughts on the episode that i've given ad nauseum so here's your chance to speak into the mailbag we go Christina, it's Mimi. This is my feedback for The Flash Season 7, Episode 10. Um, I'm not sure how y'all are going to feel about this episode, but I wasn't a fan. But I just, I don't like the idea that we're using these forces to be like their, you know, Iris and Barry's kids. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I know you know, I saw pictures from what's to come later on in the season. I don't like it. I just, I think it's stupid and I don't like it. It makes absolutely no sense because the speed force, if, if I'm following the canon from the previous seasons, burst all the speed, all the speedsters, which means that Barry, you know, came from the speed force. That's where he got his speed from. That's the lightning chose him. The speed force chose him, blah, 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 blah. But now we're saying that Barry birthed the speed force, the still force, psych and Fuerza. Like I, I just, and they're all siblings. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't like it. <laughs> I think it's stupid. I, I really like I watched this episode before I went to sleep last night and I thought maybe I would feel different once I woke up but I was like let me just send this feedback now because it's my opinion's not gonna change um like I just I I feel like how many times I don't know it just it reminds me of when Barry was trying to um save cicada it's like it got to the point where it started to be repetitive and honestly stupid it's like you keep trying to get Fuerza to like if she don't want to save herself she don't want to practice she don't want to get a control of her things like I get Barry is pushing you know and it's not like him but this whole season he's not been himself so I I guess that's just how what we're going for this season um and it's like you know we're looking at uh 
Caitlyn look at Barry and say, oh yeah, you're doing, you're not doing, it's like, why isn't anyone else doing anything? Like, y'all got any better ideas? It's like, we need her to protect herself and us or we're all going to die. <laughs> um, and she, she don't want to do it because she's scared. Um, if you don't like my idea, bitch, go for it. Do something better. Like, I, I hate criticism and then nothing to back up for. But I, when she said that line about, you know, another kid, like, pushing away another kid, like, I felt that was some shade towards him with Nora. I wasn't even mad about it because I feel like that was the most emotion I ever seen Danielle Patabega actually express in anything. So it was actually, I couldn't even be mad at the line because she actually, it, it was delivered very well, which is something I never thought I'd say about her. Um, what else? I think it's, it's dumb. Like Dion, we, the opening scene was Dion and the Speed Force. And he was like, if you're going to kill me, do it. And then like, you go from like, you know, I'm not scared of you, blah, blah, blah. You're not nobody. And now he's working with her. Like, I, I just, I felt like there was something in the middle that we missed. Like, why are you like, yes, I guess you're mad at your daddy. Okay, so y'all y'all are friends? I don't know. Because he, he said he was sorry before he did whatever he did. Like, I don't know if he knocked Iris and them out, if he took their powers. I have no idea what he did. Um, I have no... I mean, clearly, the Speed Force used him to, like, siphon his energy to help do whatever it was she planned on doing. I'm assuming she did kill them. I, I don't know, but... I will say, had y'all motherfuckers listened to Barry to begin with, this shit wouldn't have happened. Because I don't care what, like, I, I listened to what you said and I really thought about it, Christina, but I disagree. If he goes back in time and he makes it so these f people don't get the their powers, I feel like that was an option. I, I don't see what was wrong with it. I really don't. Um, he's not, you act like he was erasing the human beings out of existence no he's stopping them from getting powers that it, none of them deserve anyway you know <laughs> maybe you know changing time to where different people got it maybe that would have been better who knows maybe had he changed it and then they go back he would know okay this is what's happening now we need to um look for any more you know isotopes to see if they're they're coming up again who knows i just but i feel like the way they described it okay now you know i'm not good with science but the way that they described it it sounded like barry was gonna get rid of the isotopes that even created them so that they would never exist in the first place so i don't think they would have went into somebody else's body i just don't think they would have existed the humans would have still been the same like nothing would have changed Dion still would have been living his pipe dream as an adult wishing he was back in the 90s where he was at his prime Fuerza would be still going around helping people with addictions and the guy who played psych would just be walking around mad as hell because he used to be rich and now he's not and he thinks nobody likes him like nothing would have changed like the humans themselves wouldn't have died they just wouldn't have powers and the only one that seen it seems seemingly good is Fuerza and she's a fucking pussy like bitch like you this shit's inside of you no matter what like you're gonna have this power so 
So I don't understand why you don't want to get control of it. You just want it to come up randomly when you're not expecting it. Like that whole her being scared was just understandable, but it was just pissing me off. Like, and I just was like waiting for Barry to give one of those speeches where it's like, I know you're scared, but you know, this power is in you. And if you don't get a control of it, you're going to kill your someone like you not being able to control it is the problem. So let's fix that. Like, I don't that I just was waiting for that and it never happened. And we got Cisco and Camila, Camilla, I don't know where that came from, Camilla, and they're clearly going to leave. But then we see that apparently Cisco's biggest fear was 40 years from now he's going to be at Star Labs by himself because everyone else moved uh, on. That seems kind of fucking stupid. Like, I, I feel like we know Cisco and that doesn't see, ring true to me like that cannot be your biggest fear you're not more scared of your best friend dying um or you know you getting your vibe powers back and becoming reverb i'm pretty sure that was a fear of his i just rewatched season two and he definitely was scared of his vibe powers because he thought he was going to turn into reverb so you're going to tell me your biggest fear is to be you know in your 60s still at star labs bitch please that's if y'all want cisco to leave y'all can come up with something well cisco's gonna leave like we know he's gonna leave i just feel like they're like not even trying at this point and i i would never pretend like i know anything about writing a script for a television i'm not a writer but I know I've read some fanfics better than this. <laughs> so I know that there's people with uh, imagination out there. And I just, I feel like, I don't know what they're trying to do. Like, I don't know if they're trying to get us in the feels for when Barry and Iris really have the Tornado Twins. But I just, I don't like where this is going. I don't know what um, the Speed Force's endgame is. I don't understand why she feels like she needs to kill all of this, the forces. Um, and clearly you're not strong enough to do it yourself. So you keep tricking people into doing it. And I don't understand why no one has a resolution to let's, let's try and get the speed force under control. Like, why isn't that an idea? Why are you spending all your time t trying to, to get psych to come over to the good side? Y'all got medicuffs, cuff the motherfucker, and put him in Iron Heights. I don't understand why, because we're going to pretend like this is your child, that this is different. Barry, if your child did something bad, you're not going to send him to jail? Because that's what I'm saying. You're going to just talk him into to what needs to be done? Like, you need to be on the good side. Come on, let's pretend like everything you did is, is okay. You just put six people in the in a hospital, comatose, but it's fine you're my kid so let's just come to star labs and pretend like like what you did wasn't illegal like you ain't been terrorizing central city like i don't like um the detective lady and um i feel like she has a vendetta against central city and metas but she's not wrong <laughs> there are a lot of you know criminals that just vanished because don't forget that they got all them them metas in the pipeline that they just left there for you know uncertain amount of time and you know that never got the iron heights they just in star labs you know for i guess for the rest of their life because <laughs> they never had a trial so <laughs> so like 
I get what, like, I don't, I get what Joe is saying. Like, you know, I don't like, like, she's teetering on the edge of, you know, good and bad. Like, I don't think, like, I feel like the way the police are, and, you know, this is police all over the United States, so we're going to throw Central City in it, too. You know, they're very trigger happy. So just because someone's a meta doesn't mean that they deserve to have their powers taken. And what if you're a meta and someone that's a human attack you and you defend yourself with your powers? You don't hurt them, but the police come and they see you are meta. What are they going to do? They're, I would assume it's the same thing as if you're black. Like when a, a store owner that's black calls the police because they're being robbed and the police come and they arrest the owner and let the, the suspect go because they assume the white person is the one that is the store owner. I've seen a lot of videos where that shit happened. So I can imagine, you know, people being meta racist. I don't know if that's a thing, but it would be the same thing. So giving them bullets to just take someone's power without, you know, any kind of trial seems a little unfair. And I get what Joe's saying. I don't know what him quitting is going to do, but I guess we'll see on that too. Like, I I really don't want to keep ranting on and on about how much I didn't like this episode. So I'm just going to end it here. But um, maybe after listening to what you and Shy have to say, maybe it'll give me some clarity. Maybe I won't be so butthurt about this whole Steel Force being Iris and Barry's kids. I doubt it, but I'm willing to try because I don't, because this says this was Family Matters Part 1. So the next episode is going to be the, the, the conclusion. So I'm hoping I get over myself before that. So uh, until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was our Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So something's already addressed in the in my thoughts and opinions uh, in the podcast. I'm not going to rehash them at all. Um, I think we already, and we talked offline too, about you know, us agreeing to disagree on the fact that, you know, Barry could have just went in time and erased them. I'm, I'm just one of those people that, hey, if you create something, you have to deal with it. You and Iris, you know, rebirth the, and I get where you're going. I will, the only thing I, I did put caveat here is that, um, actually he did rebirth the speed first, uh, speed force in this case. Uh, you are correct in your, in the previous seasons yeah the speed force was something that gave barry his speed but then it died in crisis and kind of the time the speed force no longer existed so it wasn't that and i think that's i think that's a good topic of debate you know of because i've had the same question did she just have residual speed force in her iris and barry um or iris in this case uh, they tried to make it from the artificial speed force. Um, and I think that they had ideas and they, they tossed a lot of them in the trash to be quite frank, but it does line up that when he himself birthed the rebirth, the speed force into existence, he then created by accident, these other forces. Now there has not been a lot of explanation on why these forces were created uh but then again do we have an explanation of why there's gravity (laughs) why there's light why there's the sun why there's this why there's that it's a force uh so it comes into existence the way however it comes into existence cosmically uh i think that we are missing a great deal from why nora feels the need to take out these other forces 
that is a huge thing that's missing at this point in the in the script because we don't know what what her motivations are so we can't really follow why she feels the need to take these people out instead of letting them exist uh in the same realm as her it 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 is problematic for that sense but um he would indeed in fact uh have birthed the speed force in this scenario they just really honed in on that fact in this episode um i did too i forgot to bring up that line about pushing another kid away because that is what barry does i mean i mean same thing he did with the speed force you know maybe if he had been a little bit more receptive in the beginning to the speed force maybe he could build that connection but i think it's also organic i mean there's not there's not there's only so many times you're gonna get burned by people in your life that you just stop fucking trusting people it just recently happened to him with his own wife he keeps getting played again and again and again and again and at that point when you're played so much i think it's asking a lot for someone to just put out there and just trust like everyone else does because you guys aren't the ones that are ultimately being fucked over the hardest it's barry so when he puts out this whole maybe we should be wary everyone looks at him like well maybe you should be more receptive and then when he gets receptive he gets played every time and so while i totally agree on the way he's acting this season i don't think it's any different than the way he's acted previously barry's to me always been pushy and stubborn and he doesn't he doesn't like all the time he usually even remember when he used to get into a cisco where iris had to be like i mean cisco literally looked at iris like can you please handle him because once he gets in mode he's in mode and his opinion matters and no one else does it's why he actually makes a pretty shitty team lead but it's also why he can grow as a team lead that's his issue is that he is very when he's obstinate when he's in that mode there's not much to put him off of that mode and sometimes he has to get to that conclusion by himself and the people around him are the ones that help him get there but I don't agree that that's not a, a character trait. I feel like I've seen that character trait from him for a long time, all the time. He's always telling people what they got to do and what needs to happen. But I also agree that the rest of the team need to really start. Like if you knew about the pet, if you could understand Alexa better than Barry did in that moment, then why didn't you just step up? You don't need it permission to walk over to Alexa and say, you know what? I feel you on a way that Barry might not feel you because we have different experiences that's what the team is supposed to be doing but they keep asking and waiting for his permission to do stuff and i don't get that like you had that shit around the whole time you should have said you know what i got this barry i know how to handle this situation that's what caitlin should have done from the get because then that would have made it a lot better you didn't even need to have barry really the center of that if you were going to push it in that way because barry can't connect with that all barry is thinking about is the people he fails to save and how it's always always his fault um i would say that dion didn't do shit other than freeze them but maybe that's all he needed to do <laughs> but the speed force definitely did something i don't know if she killed him or not i really it was so up in the air that if i turn if it turns out they're dead next episode i'm gonna be <laughs> really upset even more so of how they filmed that uh there is the idea though that if he raced the forces he could have lost his speed and he may not have been able to get it back this may have been the only route he could have taken and i think it was shy that says 
hey anytime you go back in time you're you're taking a chance i think that's still relevant um you try to erase one problem you're going to you can't uncreate a whole problem (laughs) you just can't uncreate it because it's going to somehow come out in some other manner uh that you're going to have to find a way to confront and i think that's what i and i think me and shy uh hone in on anytime he goes thinks about going back and and doing something so drastic because once it's in the universe i just i'm of the opinion that you just can't take it out of the universe (laughs) it's it's something that didn't ask to be and and again it's not the people it's the forces i see the forces and the people as separate things um once again if you ever watched preacher remember how that little baby the word of god and how it attaches to jesse custer you have the force right and then you that's a that's a force it's a present has a parents right because it came from something came from somewhere and then you have jesse jesse's the guy and then you put those together and it's hard to tell what's the force and what's jesse the issue was she was scared and had no support acknowledging her fear yes i absolutely agree with that um Barry just for some reason again he he, <laughs> he forgets his empathy his sympathy uh, he he thinks about the greater good sometimes above people's own comfort and I will say people do change and have different fears I know you brought up that he was afraid of reverb in season two but that that was six years ago <laughs> the same fears I had last year are not going to be the same fears I have this year. And it's of my opinion that that was Carlos talking. Um, And I think I've given all my opinions about that. Uh, Barry feels bad and lets people... Oh yeah, he does let people go. He lets people go a lot. A lot, a lot. And sometimes not even like he brought up Cicada. Not even for the best of reasons. And thus, that's why I'm not necessarily mad at Kramer. And then, you know, y'all guys act like you can talk every criminal down and they shouldn't just, as you pointed out go to jail they should just go to jail like psych really should have just but in his mind playing devil's advocate because in a way i really do agree with you um in his mind he's not thinking of psych as the man bashir he's thinking about the entity that you know if i got a power like if i'm just dion or i'm just bashir and i'm in a depressed state of life and then i get this power and it's new I'm going to go to my base instinct. Some of us is going to do something better. Like Dion, what he did was rather juvenile. I'm going to relive the same day to try to change my life. That's juvenile. But Bashir doing more, like I feel as if he should have been convicted. But how do you explain there's a baby in him that don't know necessarily. But you know. So I'm 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 losing my own argument there uh, with playing devil's advocate because I don't necessarily, (laughs) I think I'm trying to find a devil's advocate for that one. But ultimately I do think we are circumventing punishment a lot in this show and everyone doesn't need to be talked to or talked down. Sometimes villains need to just be fucking villains. We can feel bad for a villain. We can empathize with a villain. We can get what a villain's coming from. We don't need to always have them be saved in some manner or (laughs) redeemed in some manner or, like man that shit i can understand why you're doing things that you're doing but you're still a bad person and i think that shows are really getting terrible with their villains they're just there (laughs) and this is not by far the only show um with with villains they're just 
they're not great <laughs> the opposition either has to be absolutely so bad you can't it's just um comical or it's oh we gotta find a way to to connect with them oh, i don't fucking need to connect with you you're just in a, like i thought the thinker was great as a villain and up until the point where they tried to give me that whole episode where it's like oh he was trying to, oh, i don't need all that i don't need it i don't need a whole thing i mean you can give that to me in conversations <laughs> but yeah the bash has been i think it's fair to say the flash has been dealing with the, uh, a villain problem for a while that's why i like blood work so much i thought he was even eva up to a point was a good villain until they started going into the whole other side like she because she don't sometimes those batshit crazy people i love those so like i'm making total sense no you're not <laughs> you're making total sense to you and then they kind of dropped the ball with her and in, in the last i know you didn't really like her all that much but uh I, I think that they could do a much better job and i will say because i know you said you saw what the future is but i think that's also a big 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 fuck you like come on i get they're filming in canada and people take pictures I, i'm people shoot themselves in the foot if you know what's coming then all you're thinking about is what i really want to see versus what's happening you're never going to appreciate what's happening if you don't and i get i'm not saying everything that's not happening doesn't have problems what i'm saying is you can't take a moment to critique something or even think about it because you're too busy wanting to get to the next place to the part that's really going to give you and a lot of people in the show unfortunately if it's not involving the twins or the family of wes allen they don't want to see it but it's called the flash not wes allen it's called the flash not what's happening with iris it's called the flash not how many of the comic book characters we can bring to the screen and make your fantasies come to life it needs to all sync up and I think the first, uh, after the second season, those three seasons afterwards is really when they started going off the rails with this show as far as too much fan service. Frost should have never been introduced as early. Uh, Cisco should have never had vibe that early. Everyone wanted what they want and then when they get it, they love to bitch about it because you can't do so much when you have all of a group of meta-powered people um i've already bitched about this in previous seasons so i'm not going down this rabbit hole it doesn't really relate to anything you just said <laughs> i just think that y'all are putting all this on the tornado twins as if that can't possibly be a disappointment when nora showed up did we have issues yes we had issues making something what you want is not going to solve the problems with the story it's not going to solve the problems with the characters being consistent it's not going to solve the problems with getting the directing on point these are all things that need to happen together with your favorite people showing up in my humble opinion i just think it distracts from maybe the things that did work in the episode <laughs> versus all the things that didn't work about the episode now you have an issue with the the name calling of the parents i mean i already give my three cents about that it's it's to it's to each his own so that is mimi's thoughts on the episode let's hear what shy has to say Hey Christina, it's me Shy. I'm here to talk about The Flash Season 7, Episode 10, otherwise known as the penultimate episode of The Forces Storyline or Graphic Novel Number 3. Um, so yeah, it's 
kind of interesting way of looking at it but that's basically what it is so we're gonna get the conclusion to um all this forces craziness next week and today was the or today i don't know why i keep saying that um this episode was uh getting us ready for that and yeah so we have barry being barry as usual you know stubborn headstrong not wanting to listen one determined to do a thing i feel like this this type of thing has been redundant for barry uh, I'm, I'm needing him to start progressing beyond this you know wanting to dive into something and damn consequences and whatever how people feel because and I mean I get it you know I think you explained it in your last podcast about how they're different approaches Iris and Barry and how he's more uh I don't know what's the word clinical I guess about it you know more just black and white you're, I don't know I mean they they just react did certain things differently they approach they approach things differently like the, and this iris is coming from a more emotional point of view and barry from a more practical point of view so in his eyes this is about keeping alexa safe and you know she needs to learn how to defend herself because no speed force is gonna could be upon them at any moment and take her life again and so He's not, it's like, I got time for the drama. I ain't got time for the, <laughs> for the, uh, theatrics. We just need, you just need to get this. And, but unfortunately we're dealing with human beings. And like Caitlin said, she's only known about these powers for a little while. And that's just the way it is. Oh yeah. That's the right. Izzy. We, we, she, he did the same thing with the, the violin girl, a couple of, Oh, that was a while ago. So I don't know, I'm sure he's done it since to Nora and some other people, but that that just came to mind for some reason because <laughs> of uh, you know the speech about you know they've only had their powers for a little while and you know you need to be patient. They're not going to be automatically be a hero or it's not this path is not meant for everyone and not everyone is just going to rise to the occasion or be quick to catch on so basically what Caitlin was saying and then you got the fact that she was able to relate because of her experience with Frost so she was able to uh get through to Alexa and her Fuezza um alter ego so that was nice and of course Barry he seems to be apologizing a lot this year this season um so <laughs> that's been <laughs> eating a lot of crow uh so he needs to you know pause and take a moment but i feel like they're just again then their very heavy-handed way is getting everyone prepared getting buried this is their way of getting them prepared for their their kids showing up at some point so yeah this father mother siblings brother sister all that we are family type uh situation we got going on in this episode was uh yeah 
yeah it, it gotta be I, it got to be a bit much but at the same time I see where they're going with it so I mean it didn't bother me that much um it's just you know they could be like I said um uh, go a little bit overboard with hammering it home and um but yeah and we got Iris trying to track down psych and while Barry trained Alexa so we got the tag team going on with them trying to tackle the issue at different angles um we find out more about Bashir that's his name right Bashir and he's basically a bratty rich kid spoiled rich kid that lost both his parents both sets of parents which is horrible I mean at the end of the day that's a that's, that sucks, and especially in the manner in which he did it. Like they basically, you know, <laughs> from the law and was killed in the process of running for a law. So isn't that um, irony for you? But they left him to fend for himself. They didn't even, the adopted parents, uh, they didn't even care what happened to him. They were like deuces. So that's messed up. Um, so yeah, and then of course when he was down and out his so-called friends weren't there for him of course we find out that you know they felt bad about it and they ended up trying to reach out but at that point he was already uh not receptive and had i guess walled off people or kept people at distance or and all that stuff so they weren't able to get a hold of him i guess I don't know if they how hard they tried to do it, but um, I guess he went into a deep depression or really cut off everybody, cut off his um, communications with people. So, yeah, but I like him, though. I mean, I, I say all that, but I like how I like his sarcasm. I just like that type of thing. I like those people who who have that dry humor that sarcasm way of talking and like ooh, really <laughs> like sure 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 <clears throat> yeah whatever so i like him i'm sorry I, I i don't know about you guys but i know um mimi was not a fan of dion but i like dion too i'm sorry i like that personality as well that brash it was just so just like what I mean, especially today and today I guess. anyway i don't know why i keep saying today in this episode i like his his and norris speed force norris scene um and so thought that was funny it's like i don't know you lady <laughs> like i can relate to that so um but yeah so, so this one was about basically alexa's being able to stand face her fears stand up to um psych and uh be at one with foeza so that was the whole purpose of that scene with psych her and um barry out in the streets of the highway so that was nice we got some more scenery that we haven't seen on the flash before another um yeah and then like the house so we got a few more uh you know places that they've added to 
the season that are not the typical Star Labs and Citizen and you know the usual scenes. Then we got um what's her name? The lady, whatever the lady's name is. I'm drawing a blank right now on her name, but the one that's um working with Joe, well no longer working with Joe because Joe quit and um yeah he quit the CCPD which I'm like is this like long term or is this one of those things where for a few episodes and then they're gonna talk him into coming back because things go to shit while he's gone so I'm hoping that's what it is I'm kind of thinking that things can get worse maybe that's how it's gonna work out like things get really bad while he's gone with this lady in charge dang I can't remember her name um so you know yeah and then we got Cisco and Camilla talking about moving to Miami and we finally hear what his fear was which is relatable but I was thinking it would be something a little bit more dramatic than that but yeah I mean it sucks to feel like you haven't done much with your life um but I yeah when we got Frost even thinking about uh going to jail and and Barry thinking about the people he cares about loves dying and then we got Cisco just oh yeah I'm gonna be at my same job for the next 40 years that's yes yeah, <laughs> his uh his fear is not as and maybe that's the point like that's why he needs to move on because his life is not that there's not much going on he don't have much going on with his life <laughs> that's the bottom line i guess anyway i will leave it at that it's, i'm at my limit so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was Shy's feelings on the episode. I won't have much to say since we're pretty much uh, relatively in sync with everything else. Uh, you like Dion. I said mine was a love-hate relationship with Dion. I think some things he says... Like, I think when I view Dion as just a boy that never grew up from the 80s, it, it is hard to, <laughs> to jump on board with that. And it's a cheesy, different kind of... You know, to everything else, it feels like a eyesore in the middle of it. But I think that's the point. Um, so that's why I had that love-hate relationship with it. I, I think I'm agree with you on Psych for the most part. I like his his personality, his sarcasm. You do need someone that's kind of like that. Uh, that has a little bit more, you know, pizzazz to that. It's going to say that thing that everybody's like, oh, come on, dude. And you're just like, well, what? It's, it's facts. <laughs> Uh, so yes, I am down for his personality. I think it's his powers. I wish they would do just a touch more with, or at least explore what they are. Uh, that they, I did not know that this was the, and I should have known because I knew this was going to be broken down into three parts. That there were going to be the conclusion of it next week. Um, knowing that, that kind of gives me a lot more. Like, well, damn, you really should have done and put in a lot more information up until this point. And it also makes me really despise the fact that we had the trial, even more so, because we didn't need to have that. That could have been time spent on really building up what these forces are, especially since they're way different than how they're, they put them in the comic. This is not the comic storyline at all. Uh, and that they kind of threw them in there and it was a way to try to get us closer to that story of the twins. But I don't think we needed an anti-up 
uh, for that because we got it in season five. Um, we could have it in other ways, like, you know, talking about their dead daughter. <laughs> or they could have had it in a way of introducing Nora as their daughter, Nora. I think I've, I've said what they could have done to easily rectify it to make it a lot more of a smooth transition. Um, I think these forces are going to eventually go their own way. I'm going to be really mad if in the in Speed Force, Nora is like, well, this is my plan all along. And if only you, I, I don't want to hear that either. Uh, but I think we're more in line of it's not without its issues, certainly, but it's not necessarily completely all trash. <laughs> there is some, some enjoyment I'm taking from it. But you're also correct the hammering that's where they get themselves in trouble every time is when they really need to to keep making sure you get the themes like i don't need you to make sure like does everyone need to introduce and say like hey sis like if he had, he's saying it in a sarcasm way versus him being like oh so you're that like that's sarcasm with sight having any of the other characters <laughs> calling each other sister and brother that's where i think we're pushing it just just a touch you know um but it didn't bother me as much as it may have bothered others so i think i've already rambled enough about everything else in this episode that i don't have much to add um to include on your feedback so i'm gonna wrap it up here if you want to join on the next conversation blackoutcouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe Until the next time, peace, hair grease, black on magic.